When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Got a mail call video for you, but before I open up the mail, I wanted to briefly talk about the four ninety per thousand on the July contract for lumber. Holy moly! I was not expecting it to go to four ninety. Now I'm not sure if that's what it's going to close at, but it's about one o'clock here on the West Coast, and that's what it was before I started the video. And I can't imagine the gut-wrenching feeling that the lumber yards, the distribution networks, the mills, the anybody who has purchased a framing package over the last few months, what they must be feeling right now, knowing that 70% has come out of the market. Lumber was trading over 1650 per thousand, it's at 490. Like 1200 per thousand has come out of the market. That is just incredible. I have a hard time even like just just thinking like what is this going to do to the rest of the rest of the industry for for the next few weeks now i already know that people because people have already said it and i put it out a couple of months ago that when these prices drop on the futures it is going to take time for those prices at the retail end to come down and people are going to be screaming manipulation they are going to say that the lumber yards are keeping the prices elevated on purpose to sucker out more more money out of the out of the customers. That is not the case. I'm telling you now, lumber yards, I work for a lumber yard. I do retail sales for a living. Lumber yards, yes, they do make money off the of lumber, but the margins on them are very low. Lumber is not really where you make your money. Lumber is what you get to sell all the nails, screws, glue, windows, doors, siding, paint, all the stuff that goes into building a house. If you can sell the lumber, you generally get the rest of the add-on sales. So if you sell your lumber for an overvalued price, all your customers are gonna go over to the other lumber yard. See, if I was in a county where the rest of the lumber yards were trying to do that, I would take my normal markup on my lumber and just kill it in sales. I would take all their customers from them. They're not gonna do it that way. A lot of lumber yards are sitting on a lot of expensive lumber. It is going to take time for those guys to work through all that. Even if they were to buy in new stock, it's going to take time to bring in enough stock so that you can bring your margins down to a profitable level you're you can bring them down a little bit but you still have to keep them elevated until you can get through all the stock once you have or gone through enough of it then you can start bringing in the you know the cheaper prices and being able to still stay profitable within your margins i mean it's just the way it goes i knew this was going to happen i mean we talked about it it's like how much do you try and hold? It was like the bullwhip effect, just like we were talking. All these people are in demand for lumber, couldn't find it anywhere. There was you know, a shortage of pressure treated. Everybody's begging for it. Next thing you know, all the pressure treated yards are stocked full. 
off of the huge demand that they experienced last year from everybody being locked down, building raised beds and doing the decks and doing the gazebos and building the fences and stuff. And there was this huge demand for pressure treated. People thought that maybe that would carry on into this year. Nope, not this year. The pressure treated market is just overstocked. And I even heard somebody saying, I don't understand it here. I just bought a two by four pressure treated cheaper than the standard and better was. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. And you're probably going to hear more stories of that. I didn't realize how far down this lumber future price was going to go. This is huge. And like I said, it's going to take some time to work through this before we're going to see those kind of prices. And if it stays down at this kind of level for any length of time, like if this carries on into September and gets closer to the September contract closing and it's still down in the 400, 500 per thousand, I'm thinking mills are going to start curtailing development. I would not be surprised to see that. In fact, I've already heard that British Columbia is gearing up to shut down some of their uh, some of their forestry industry right now. Anyway, uh, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, the Federal Reserve. Um, they had the congressional testimony today. I'm sorry, guys. I'm bouncing all over the place. They had the uh, congressional testimony, Jerome Powell. And I love one of the questions they asked Jerome Powell is, how do you judge inflation, average inflation? And he says, well, we really don't have a formula for judging average inflation. And I'm thinking, nope, you don't. Because you don't really have a way of judging inflation other than we need to make it a number that we can present to everybody. So let's figure out a formula that says it's this number so that we can tell everybody that's what it is. Because you don't judge inflation or the Federal Reserve doesn't judge inflation the way they did in the 90s or the 80s or even throughout any time in history. They constantly change the way they are judging inflation, but yet they will say inflation today is this and yesterday it was that. But it's not the same thing. So he admitted right there in the congressional testimony that they do not have a way of formulating the average inflation rate. They just completely make it up. Now, what is what is important to them is the inflation expectation. And I know that is really what the Federal Reserve is truly concerned about. And when you got the 10-year treasury now trading under 1.3 yield, I don't think there is an inflation expectation out there. I think everybody is pretty much knows that the Federal Reserve and the Treasury's attempt to stimulate this economy is petering out. Anyway, let's open up some mail. Um, I, I could just keep talking on and on, but I wanted to open up the mail. I got to go and hang out with the family for a while. I don't have to. I get to go and hang out with the family. I don't know why I say it like that. Okay. Uh, this is from Brian. Brian had um, had sent me this package, and I tried opening it up on another video, and I just completely screwed that video up. So I'm going to open it up for you now. It says, keep up the content. Here is something for you to do on the long winter weekends. Brian. This is cool. Brian sent me his entire coin collection. We got a silver Morgan right here. There is all kinds of half dollars, lots of foreign currency. There's this really cool um, silver eagle that's been colorized. Brian, man, that is so rad. You know how much I love coins and to have you send me your entire coin collection, 
Bro, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, that is right on. Uh, this one from, um, I, you know, I, I, I shouldn't give the name out. I, I, I want to every time, but I really shouldn't. So I'm just going to say this is from, uh, Mr. K from, from Vancouver. Okay. Cause I don't know if people are cool with me giving out names or not. I have been watching your podcast now for one and a half years. Don't give up as I did not. Have had my ups and downs and ups and downs in, but not easy. 76 plus years in Harley and Harley and we are now out as of May 5th. I am second generation, 80, 50 or 80. So, oh, and 80, I'm sorry. I'm second generation, 80. So hang in there. Life is interesting and a challenge. Uh, P.S. Chalk is, the check, the check is blank. Don't know your name. Whoa. Fifty dollars. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. K. That's very cool of you. I really appreciate that. Right on. Thank you very much, Mr. K. Mr. and Mr. K. Mr. and Mrs. K. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I can't speak. Well, I guess you're going to figure out my name when you get the, get the check back, huh? I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, UFO Engines. UFO Engine sends me one. Those bets make me howl. He says, uh, Strange, you give them a nothing to fear but fear itself speech and they go crazy with fear. <laughs> the power of words, huh? Yeah, no kidding there, UFO Engines. I totally agree. Thank you so much for the postcard. I really dig these things. I love them. I got, I got a bunch of them. Uh, let's see here. So I think this might have been sent to me from a distributor or something. I don't think it has the person's name on there. Let's see what's in here. Oh, whoa. the sunshine men oh very cool thank you so much I love the sunshine men these guys do a very unique thing see that center 
in there, that's a decoder. Um, it's an indicator. Like if you get this special lens that you can lay over the top of it, it'll tell you whether or not it's valid or fake. If you can put that lens on there and spin it just right, it'll pop up the word valid. So you know that it's not a counterfeit ounce. Thank you so much, man. I really thank you. Or, or female, I mean, or ma'am, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it, guys. You guys are so awesome, you know. Um, I also have to thank everybody who has tipped me on PayPal. Um, I try to send out an email to everybody who has tipped me on PayPal. I know I missed some emails. I could answer emails like all day. Like that could be like my main job eight hours a day is answering emails. Um, I really try to get to them. Um, but if I haven't, don't think I don't, I don't appreciate it. I really do. And, you know, just to kind of let you guys know, I use those those tips to uh to take the family out um a lot of you guys know that and even today like you know i'm not into fast food but the boy it was just him and i and i was like where do you want to go and he was just like well do we want to go home and get peanut butter or do you want to go out and eat you know and he was like i want to go over to that fast food restaurant i'm like you got it kid no problem and so i let him know you know this is the uneducated economist fans who are paying for this and they get it, you know, they, they do appreciate it and they know it's a treat and they know it's something special and it's not something that's always there. So you guys really make a difference to them and they appreciate it as much as I do. Okay. Last one here. This one, I think again, I think this one's from a distributor. I don't think it's from the people. So. Fruits of Graft, Great Depression Then and Now. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's not received for it. Well, well, I can, uh, I hope to read someday. I hope to read all these books. You know, I need to start doing it. I need to just like, you know, put it down that I am going to read at least an hour a day or something and start plowing through some of these books because the information in here is valuable and I am missing out on it. So thank you very much for all this stuff, guys. I really appreciate the support. You really treat me well. And, you know, it's stuff like this that lets me know that I'm really doing something right here for you guys and for the family and for everybody uh, you know I can't I can't thank you enough so uh, uneducated economist you guys let me know